This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the How To Podcast. Uh, I'm Luke Anderson, homeowner, radio host. Uh, handsome devil with me. Very, very yeah, well, handsome. Let's just, the, the, we just put very qualifier on there. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's I'm the very beard. handsome It's devil. the beard. That's what, that's what it is. Mine has a little less gray than yours. Who, Easy with who, the gray. Who, sir, are, well, you're a, you're a TikTok star. People know what you look like. You and Becky. Uh, I am uh, who, Becky. Yeah. Who are you, good sir? I am Ben Abbey. I'm the owner of Box Painting LLC out of uh, Salem, Oregon, and uh, just owner of a contracting company. Uh, today's episode, how to DIY. If you don't know what DIY means, do it yourself. Do it yourself. How to do, do this thing yourself. It yourself. So uh, the, the way we're going to enter do it yourself is I've got a theory, and I haven't, I haven't done all the math on this, but I think that everybody that has a do it yourself project needs to calculate a few things before they jump into it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do it yourself do it themselves, DIY projects to save themselves money. Absolutely. Budget is always first. Here's what you need to do before you ever do a budget calculation. It's going to cost me X number of dollars to buy this thing that I want to. Ooh, if I'm going to save $300 on X staining my deck. Sure. Uh, you don't really save $300. You have to learn how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to go and buy the product. You have to be happy with the results that you have. You have to learn. You you might have to learn how to do it on a YouTube video. That's, that's value right there. Figure out first what your time is worth. Mm-hmm. Calculate how much time it's going to take you to do it. If you hire somebody to do it, it really just takes you the time to interview. And you can go back to our last podcast, which is hiring a contractor. Right? Absolutely. Uh, but you need to calculate what your time's worth. You also need to calculate the satisfaction you're going to get out of it. Absolutely. Because that's one of the things that I've found in in kind of taking care of my own home. And I've, I've got some, you know, uh, carpentry abilities. Like I can, I can nail two boards together. I built my own desk that I have up in my Excellent. office. I've got a stand-up desk. I can do some things. Is the time that you're going to invest in it worth the trade-off to save a few dollars? Is the satisfaction that you're going to get out of it? If you do something... Let's say 75% as good as a professional can do it. Are you going to be proud of yourself? Absolutely. Or are you going to look at it and go, I need to do it again? Yeah. Because that's the, that's the fear, right? Yeah. I think for a homeowner is, the, is this concept of what if I mess it up? Yep. And now the budget that you had thought of, that you had calculated what your time was valued at, 
Well, now it's double because you just messed up. You have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a problem. Well, and the other thing too is, is there <laughs> any therapeutic value in it? Is this something that you actually enjoy? If you're doing a woodworking project, you're like, man, I loved wood shop mm-hmm. when I was in high school. This is something that no matter how it comes out, I'm going to be, I'm going to enjoy the process. And if that's part of it, so you, there's, there's all these elements and I'm probably missing some, well, but I think you need to figure out what your formula is before you take on and I think, project. and I think when we talk about, you know, do I enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Right. Can you lose yourself in thought while not, while not focusing on what's happening and the laborious task that you're doing? Yeah. If you're able to take yourself out of that, cause like, and, and here's an example. I love to garden. Okay. The reason I love to garden is because that's my zen. I can control this garden. I can I can have my hands on it. I can make sure those lines of lettuce and radishes, the, the cornrows, all that are lined out just the way I want. <laughs> I take pride in that. Sure. Not everybody does. No, I do not. Right? No, not everybody <laughs> cares about that part. So even to the degree when we talk about like pressure washing a deck. See, I'd rather pressure wash a deck exactly. than plant a garden. And the reason, but like for me, when I'm watching somebody pressure wash, right? Yeah. What I like about it, is you get to watch that sucker come clean as you're doing it. Yeah. There's but, something therapeutic about that. There's, I have a white fence mm-hmm. in my backyard. It's a white vinyl fence. I pressure wash it every two years. Sure. Oh, it's fantastic. It's because I could do it. Every, I could experience. do it every year. But if you wait two years, you get more. You get a little <laughs> more film on it. I'm telling you, you it get, makes it makes a difference. It makes it, it a little bit better. If you wait the extra year, nobody goes. Oh, that fence looks pretty gross. But, <laughs> but if I wait two years, then you run that first stream down the side, vertical stripes. And the funny part that there is too do. is that I guarantee that. Uh, I mean, I I would do this at least. I I do this that you take a before and after picture. Oh, no. Just I do just just to show myself how good I am. There you go. Like I like that's that's part of that accomplishment part. I want see what I did there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the accomplishment. We we got it back full circle. Here's a here's a pro tip. Yeah. From an amateur pressure washer. <laughs> go ahead. Pressure wash on a rainy day. Mhm. Mhm. People mm-hmm. I I always hear the pressure washers in the neighborhood fire up on a 80 degree day, on a 90 degree day. Guess what? You're going to get soaked when you pressure wash yep. no matter what the temperature, temperature is. is. Yep. Dude, wait for that rainy day in May or June. Absolutely. And then you go out and you pressure wash and be ready for the summer, but mm-hmm. yeah, you wait for a miserable day throwing all your rain gear or just go out in your swimsuit because you're gonna get you whatever do. no matter what exactly absolutely that's that's my uh pro tip i dig from, that that's from, a good that is it and for the record we do that in the painting world too yeah we will like this friday we are expecting rain yep i've already got two pressure washes ready to go because we're not gonna do anything else there you go and i want to use rainy days to do things that can be done in rain Nice. Not and we can't paint, so let's go. Let's go wash houses and get them ready. And now it's officially a pro tip. It is. It, 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 it is. It is. We are now at pro tips. Yes. The, the the reason I don't do before and after photos, go and, ahead. and I would talk about the pride that you get from accomplishment. Mm-hmm. There's there's pride that you have internally. Mm-hmm. Love getting the job done. The, the other thing is, if you do something really well, this is a warning. If you're oh. a do-it-yourselfer, do you know where I'm going? Yeah. You do something really well. You bragged all your friends. Guess who's asking you to come yeah. over and help stand exactly. your deck? Exactly. Everybody exactly. that you know. Everybody so, will ask. Yeah. yeah. So if you love doing ask. it, if you love doing it, then go help. 
Go nuts. Absolutely. Go nuts. You just got more zen in your life. You know, maybe that's why I do the before and afters now that I think about it. Because I do enjoy the service aspect of what it is owning a painting company and servicing individuals and their homes and and what they're after. So maybe that's why I do the before and after. That makes a lot more sense now. There you go. (laughs) It's a psychological thing. Well, this is, this is, if anything this is a psychological Absolutely. podcast i mean it's, it's we frame it as other things but really, but really yeah understanding your psyche absolutely um all right so fr- from that standpoint i think if you, step one figure out your own formula what what is worth the investment mm-hmm. to you find something that you like to do and then and then counterbalance it right mm-hmm. like if if there's a project that you really love to do and we were talking about this before we started doing the podcast I've got four and a half year old twin daughters when they were really young, uh, before they were walking, before they were talking, my wife and I balanced our schedules so that we could spend as little money and as little time on childcare as possible. Sure. And she had a flexible uh, job anyway. So she would work evenings. I would work mornings. We would balance it out where one of us was home on the weekends. But what we realized is to mow our lawn, I had to get a babysitter. Mm. Even though I'm in the house, I can just walk outside. But with two Two toddlers, couldn't do it. Can't do it. Friend of ours uh, owns a landscaping company. He offered a discounted price to come over and mow our lawn. And I'm never mowing my lawn again. And and right there, there's the value, right? It's... It's what is your time worth? Well, sure. And And, and the, the... the quality of the job that mm-hmm. they do in a fraction of the time. I don't have to have any equipment maintenance. I don't have to worry about pulling everything out of the garage, trying to figure out how the, I never figured out the edger. <laughs> My edges look perfect every time. If, if there's anybody out there that knows how to string uh, a weed eater, oh, I got that. the first, the, like on the first time, but you're putting the string on the first time and you get it right the first time you're winning. Well, well we grew, I grew up on two acres <laughs> of a farm. I probably used the weed eater more than I did the lawnmower. There you go. Uh, Cause it was the riding mower, but yeah, no, that I got, but, but again, I don't want to do it. Sure. And you realize the time that you get back by eliminating some of those chores mm-hmm. that you don't have to do. And, and you calculate out what your value is. Even if I had a project that was equal parts tedious mm-hmm. or equal time investment and even, you know, maybe a little bit less Absolutely. reward back. But it's something like you said you can lose yourself into. Mm-hmm. I think there is immense value in trading for some of the things that you really don't absolutely, do. absolutely. So if you have to hire a housekeeper, you have to hire a landscaper, you have to do hire it. somebody to do it, so that you can spend time doing what you want to do. Like, oh man, all I want to do is go and you know stain the fence. Mm-hmm. But I got to mow the lawn. I got to do this. I got to do that. Hire somebody to take care of the things yep. you don't want to do. Absolutely. Cool. In particular, the, the thing that I like just daily chore task that's like my non go to is laundry. I can't stand it. So if there's anybody out there that's just willing to show up at my house, I'll let you fold all the laundry in the world. And then you'll paint their house. Or? I mean, we could come up with some tradesies. There you go. We'll come up with something. That's actually that might that's be not a bad next. idea. We, we're over here just thinking. Yeah, this, we're using heads over here. Yeah, it's I like that. Just a complete trade market where it's like, all right, I'll clean your toilets. <laughs> you stay in my deck. We're we'll, gonna get this we'll done. All right. Well, I don't how know many how to toilets do I get to get cleaned for a deck? I mean, it depends on the size of the deck. But you're sure. talking. I mean, you could. It's a year's worth. Let's figure it out. <laughs> Let's go find somebody with a nice deck and a good toilet brush. I'm sure somebody. Lives listening to me like calling me up <laughs> i'll come clean your toilet <laughs> that's pretty good well you just, you just start using your tiktok and we'll see what it is you'll be flying across the country with your laundry and they'll be like uh sir you've got laundry hanging out of your suitcase i know they're gonna fold uh, they're it on gonna, the other end it, yeah. yeah don't worry about it we're good here we'll be fine 
Uh, so as a professional, mm-hmm. uh, you, you guys take care of paint, you take care of siding, you do all of these general contracting projects. What, where does your do-it-yourself advice start? Uh, you know, okay, so we go back to that threshold idea. When I'm thinking about the, there's easier tasks that have lower barriers of entry. And when we talk barriers of entry, that is, I'm generally talking about the equipment necessary to perform what it is that needs to be accomplished. Example, painting a house. If you've got a two-story house, suddenly you need X ladder, you need a sprayer, you need the paint. There's certain things that all of a sudden you need that you most likely don't have to get that accomplished in the timely fashion that would happen for a professional to do it. So when I'm thinking DIY, Yep. First, it's generally ground level. <laughs> like let's, <laughs> let's keep our feet on the ground. Ooh, yeah. That's and, and that there's a lot of reasons for that. If you're not used to walking on roofs and and just walking on a ladder, just man. walking on ladders, <laughs> don't feel like you should be comfortable. I've been painting for quite literally now. Okay, so I'm gonna be 39. We are on year 23. Year 23 that I've had brushes in hand at some point in my life. I am convinced, convinced that God has a sense of humor, (laughs) right? And that if he's going to get me, she, he, she, whoever it is, they, 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 that's a good one. I like with the pronouns. If they are going to get me, it is the step from the roof to a ladder. It is the most unsure step of your life. Every single time. There are no guarantees that that ladder is stable. And if it slides, you are Clark Griswold bouncing back and forth, hanging up Christmas lights, right? So I'm thinking ground level stuff. And when I think ground level stuff around your house, we're thinking decks, fences, things like that, that keep your feet on the ground, but you can still perform the task. And there's not a ton of either very expensive equipment that needs to be purchased to get it done um, or expensive materials uh, from vendors and things like that. Tell you a little homeowner secret that I have. Go uh, ahead. As well, which is sometimes I'll take on a project my wife wants me to do. Mm-hmm. That I could have somebody else help with or do just because I want to buy a new tool. I'm just going, you know, I would like to have a nicer saw. Mm, table so, saw. It's always a saw. It's always a miter yeah. saw or a table saw, right? Yeah. And then you go, yeah. <laughs> If I, if, if I take on this project, I get a new toy that I can do. And then I'll take on more projects like it's this. Also, there's an element to that where it's like, yeah. Guilty, it. right? Uh, What's it going to cost to go do this project? Well, honey, I mean, I'm going to need to get a new saw. I'm going to probably need to get XYZ uh, mm-hmm. upgrade. I'm going to need to upgrade the hammer and the yeah and yeah. the drill because, you yeah. know, the battery on the drill just gets it's, it's spent real quick. So we need to get a new drill, right? Yep. We, like the, the list can continue, sure. right? But is it in the budget? That's always the uh-huh. question. So first, going back to the concept of knowing your budget, knowing what your time's worth and those types of things. But um, I'm always, you know, it needs to be a low barrier of entry. That's that's where we start. And equipment costs, material costs are where I f- generally lay that foundation of this is what we can do and what we can't do. Yeah. Um, and, and safety concerns across the board. Yeah. Because even hypothetical, right? You're getting ready to stain your deck. 
Um, and on that deck, you've got a, a stain that was laid down two years ago. You've got some wear and tear on it, but you want to change the color. Well, suddenly you're going to need to strip that deck, right? You're going to use, and in, in particular, because it's on there so well, you're going to need to use a caustic stripping agent, a chemical stripping agent to do that know that there's safety concerns there, right? Where you're using chemicals that could harm you and and the plants around your house and those types of things. So knowing how to handle those types of things is very, very important in any of, of the DIY stuff. Yeah, as far as interior mm -hmm. DIY projects, um, that I think that's where a lot of people can get themselves in trouble where they're sure. having to repaint because they've put, you know, 25 different drywall hangers into, mm -hmm. their, into their wall. What's the, I mean, measure twice, cut once, I sure. think is the one that you give to everybody. everybody. But what little tips on just going around the house and, and, and don't overlook the difficulty that might lie within something. Okay. Uh, the, the, the first one right off the top of my head is trim painting because <laughs> like he okay how many times have you been in somebody's house where they have everything painted and then the trim mm -hmm. is still waiting years yeah. later years yeah. years years, years later years they, later. they yeah. would rather they would rather look at terrible cut lines every day every day of their life for years rather than dealing with the tediousness of cutting that back in people will do their own floors mm -hmm. nobody <laughs> i know does their own trim, trim. Nobody. It's, it's a pain and so and, and the other thing too about when we talk you know trim painting in general is something that's relatively harder than you might think is a lot of it has to do with the finish of the paint at the end because when we enter, we painting companies enter, not me and you, not me and you. Okay. no, 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 no. When painting companies enter that concept, right? The preparation part of what's going to happen there, it is, it's a process of moving through the house. It is it, meaning that there is a start point and an end point, And there are timeline goals that have been set for that to happen. When you are a homeowner that is trying to do that same process, it's not going to go that way. Yeah. And the reason is because you have you have the the kids running around, mm -hmm. right? Maybe they step in the dang paint, right? And and now you now they're tracking paint all over the place. Uh, you have pets and dogs that rub up against that trim and they mar that paint. You have to go back and do it again. The the number of things that can happen for a homeowner that's trying to operate their life within doing DIY, the variable, the variables become too great and can ultimately mess up, slow down and increase the length of time that that job is supposed to take. Would I ever, would, you know, when it comes to like exterior house painting, what takes a contractor three, four days on a house mm. will take a homeowner three to four weekends every single time for sure it does not stop it is constant and it it is always that way so and what is the point i mean i'm sure you don't have the number but at some point homeowners just give up too they sure just go, oh, it's been too long oh i think i've tried it's good i'm just gonna i'm gonna move on i'm gonna live with it yep i'm going to live with it where does that happen i think it varies for every homeowner yeah but i do believe that it has a lot to do with what's going on in their life um, because, and, and we all move through, through stages of our lives, whether it's having kids, having career, those types of things, these external factors that affect our mood, right? Yeah. 
when we go back to that losing yourself in the thought of, I like pressure washing because I can just watch that get peeled off. That's joy, right? Zen, whatever, whatever that is for you, there's something there. If, if all of a sudden external factors, work, social life, whatever's going on have now infiltrated the brain and that's what you're thinking about when you're pressure washing, there's the Zen part's gone. You're not enjoying that task. And the likelihood of finishing is plummeting because you don't want to think about that. So I I don't like, I don't know that we can pinpoint a time at the end of that, right? There's not a, uh, because everybody's going to be different, but I will say that it is external factors that will affect the timeline of completion. Yeah. So, yeah. And as soon as something more important comes along, then it takes your attention. It always does. And, and there are so many more important things than staining a deck Staining a fence, painting the trim, painting the trim on your house. Yep. There, the, the the list is long. It's infinite. <laughs> it, yeah, it's infinite. It really is. And 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 that's when you get to the point where it's like, well, I've done the best I can. Let's call somebody, and you can go back to episode two. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Any other tips on DIY while we're here? On DIY, you know, I think uh, when we're okay. Going through DIY, so and I'm going to continue to use decks and, and fences as kind of just easy things to think about because I think everybody can conceptualize this. Sure. Um, when we're talking decks and fences, you know, when in, in, in the tips that I have, decks especially, I think that it's very common for the DIY homeowner to watch a video and then go to put these things to practice and they ultimately get nervous and they also overdo it. Right. And here's an example. They're told to sand. They're told to sand that deck. So after you've stripped off the, the, with the chemical and you've, you've neutralized the chemical with the, the revive agent, then you go through and you're sanding. It is not uncommon for homeowners to over sand mm. things. And when you know you've over sanded, it's that you've gotten things so fine across that deck. It's you could walk across it in your bare feet oh, and yeah. it just feels I did a like a better job than yeah. anybody else could have done. And that's true. You sanded the hell out of the deck. Great job. You've also just closed all the pores to the wood. <laughs> and the stain will not accept uh-huh. because you've sanded it so far down that this stain won't accept. And in about a month or two, it's going to cook off. And you're going to be very upset as to why that that happened because you're not going to understand that you over sanded the deck. So uh, the other thing too, and this is common with fences on DIY. Um, a lot of times we, we, we overthink the process of what it is, right? And, it, and I always use a six foot dog ear slat fence, cedar slat fence. We've all seen them. We know what they are. Yep. You've got gaps between them. You're afraid to spray. So what do you do? You brush and roll. You brush and roll that thing out. All of a sudden, you're having to cut in these lines, and it doesn't look even across the entire surface. Pro tip from the painter. Go purchase for $15 a pesticide sprayer, a pump pesticide sprayer. Apply the stain, and you could do this on the deck too. Apply the stain with the pesticide sprayer. It's a low pressure sprayer. You're not blowing product into your, into your neighbor's yard and all that. Not, that's not happening because it's a low pressure spray and you're controlling that, right? Yep. And then you back roll it. The evenness will come out. I guarantee you can do 200 lineal feet of fencing in about a half day. Well, there you go. And you will scream through it and it will look 100% like we did it ourselves or paint contractors did it. did it. Yeah, every single time. It's even, right. it's nice. 
So. All right. Any other any other thoughts on it? I mean, basically, what we've talked about is figure out the projects you want to do. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the ones. If you get if you're a new if, homeowner if, and you're and you're just starting to get into do it yourself, and you've done craft projects, and you've done that. And you're like, all right, let me take on some of these home projects. Mm-hmm. Figure out the ones you want to do. Absolutely. Also figure out the ones you don't want to do Mm -hmm. because then you'll have more time available to focus on the ones that you want to do. Figure out what your formula is. Mm -hmm. Satisfaction, cost savings, time savings, whatever it is, figure out what your formula has to be to go, this is a project I can take on myself. Absolutely. And then once you get into it, it's really about making sure really that you're willing to do it twice. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't come out right the first time. Right the first time. you and, And I would move into that project, that DIY project with the concept that if I had to do this twice, would I still want to do it? Yeah. If it's a no, call somebody. Yeah. That simple. You said keep your feet on the ground, mm-hmm. at least when you're starting. At out. least when you're starting. And there's just too many things that can happen when you start getting your feet off the ground. And the safety part, you know. And never get on a ladder when nobody else is around. Absolutely. It, you know, this is a quick story. I had a, uh, he, one of my elementary school teachers actually I, I would ultimately paint his house um when i would get older after elementary school and all that fun stuff you didn't do it in elementary school no i didn't know i wasn't rocking I wasn't, I wasn't rocking brushes yeah. back back in uh, fifth and sixth grade but this teacher i you know we get a call from i get a call from his wife and she calls and says we need to have you come out to get us a bid for painting the house uh my husband fell off a ladder mm-hmm. over christmas time because he was out alone, hanging Christmas lights, driveway was slick, ladder fell out from underneath him, Clark Griswold hit the ground, shoulder busted, all those things. I can't tell you how many times... And he's lucky to land on his shoulder. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So many other things that could go bad. The number of times that I've had people that are unconfident on a ladder telling me, I just want to keep my husband, I want to keep my wife off of a ladder because of X. Yep. That happens probably every week with me where they, it's really just a safety concern. It's not that it's not that that individual couldn't, once he's up there, he or she's up there, can't get that, that trim cut in correctly. It's, it's just the physical part of getting that ladder up on that wall, getting on that ladder and having the steady um, body functions to make sure that that can happen. Well, and it just, it, it doesn't take like the ice is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a mistake necessarily oh, for something bad to happen. You know, I mean, hell, you could be wind, doing everything a, right. A wind gust. Yeah. You do everything. People, professionals fall off. Ladders, mm-hmm. so, Absolutely. And, and they have insurance for it. And that's also true. <laughs> insurance. They're bonded. It's all yep, thing. Yep, it's, it's, and it's, go it's, back to episode two on that too. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so stay on the ground. Nobody's ever fallen off the ground. Not that I know of yet, yeah. but I'm trying real hard with some of those TikTok dances. <laughs> you can fall down on the ground, but you're not falling off. There off is the no ground. flat earth. You're not that's falling fair. off of the ground. True. A, a great while, but yes, people do fall on the ground um and then it's it really is about making sure that you understand the entire process don't watch half of the youtube mm-hmm. video right you, it, you you can do things too well you mentioned the deck example i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a plenty of other things your goal is never perfection especially especially as a homeowner you're never going to get things perfect and if you do your kids are going to come across and then they're going to they're going to destroy it in the first yeah, hour exactly so and i agree with that statement is just a a, a blanket statement of general things homeowners don't expect perfection 
That's not that's not the world you live in. It's not attainable. It's not attainable way. because a the house is lived in, the deck is walked on. It's an imperfect surface to begin with. What makes you think you're going to suddenly make that perfect? Yeah. How what? How good do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not that good. And if you're that good and you take before and after pictures, be careful. You, you might get end asked. up doing it for the entire neighborhood. <laughs> Every single one of them. All right. There you go. That's uh, that's DIY. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll figure out another time. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, hey, I wish these two idiots would talk about blank, send it to us. There's plenty Absolutely. of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, you can follow Ben on TikTok at The Box Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at uh, Odyssey, Odyssey.com, 1080 The Fan. Uh, so there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think and what you'd like to do. Um, for future episodes. Uh, this is this is fun for us. Uh, Absolutely. We're happy to share you the information. Hopefully you find it useful. Anything else to add there? Young Nothing man? else to add. Um, come see me live, you know, doing the lives on TikTok. We have fun. We play games and happy to... I've been getting into a lot of the color stuff too. What does that even just, mean? Just offering color suggestions. Oh, there you go. Love it. I don't know why, okay. but I've been having fun with it. Well, you came over here and one of the first things you did were... were Still COVID times. You complimented the color of my house. We got painted last summer. You helped me set that up, and uh, you enjoyed the color. I did. It's I had to ask, were you, are you lying to me? No, not at all. I, it's I, a good color. It's I a solid color. It. I appreciate it. It's the best-looking house in the neighborhood. It is. By, it, it pops the most. By a lot. Well, it's not It's not the... I mean, I'm looking left and right. It's not the beige colors. Well, well and everything is a shade of green mm-hmm. on this entire block, and my wife's like, I think I'd like green. And I go, well, look at our neighborhood. <laughs> I go, the one color we're not doing is green. And so we end up with yellow. I love it. It looks fantastic. All right. That's the end of this podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a great day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.